Welcome to Public Showering, created by me, Sophie Duncan. This is the only podcast designed specifically for pole artists, aerialists, and movers of all kinds who want to learn how to build amazing choreography, tell your stories, and be the best performer you can be. Part of my Sadasi creative coaching system, I'll help you unlock your full fierce and creative selves using professional dance, theater, choreography, and circus tools, plus a hint of real life backstage stories and some simple confidence boosting skills. So today we are talking about music, yours. Okay, so I've done podcasts before that are about choosing the right music and what to look out for and all that kind of stuff. But something that I hadn't thought about until I taught a lab a couple of weeks ago um, was actually about how people hear music. And actually, I didn't realize that maybe I listen to music in a different way. I don't think I'm special. I'm not <laughs> making out like I'm... I'm I hear things in a different vibe and I see I see things no um, I'm just going to point out a handful of things that I think might be very very helpful to some people so over my years of training I've realised that because I'm a formal dancer we dancers learn to count music in eights like a one two three four five six seven eight and one two three right okay that's a dancer's count Musicians tend to count in four, so you'll have one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, right. Both are very helpful. Um, dancers always have a really fun thing as <laughs> as teaching with like motions and feelings. And that comes from um, the impulse about what it is that you're doing. Um, and it's <laughs> which it sounds like I'm sat trying to do this podcast right now. It's really hard to do this without moving. But it becomes more like a whoosh and a six and a bam 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 ga go go boom and it's like it's hilarious i feel like it's a very commercial thing but it's a very i'm sure some of you have probably had teachers like this if you haven't find one because they're fun i also teach like this um it sounds really dumb um but it's also it's a really great way of teaching because it gives um some people don't learn in counts some people learn with this kinetic energy or like or like how's how i should feel when i'm doing a movement and it's a very good way of doing as well um other than that though i have realized that a lot of people actually have no idea how to count music and that's totally fine um my primary school was a very musical school my headmaster um would play the piano every single morning um i studied music a little bit in no way like i can't play anything um but like for radio so i'm a radio presenter and i predominantly present dance music shows in which i beat match um i dj a lot of my tracks and you know i have to mix things and of course i'm listening to loads and loads of things i'm not just listening to the beat i'm listening to what does the music feel like? Is, is there vocals, um, the melody? And so I identified a few things that I focus on when I'm listening to music. And these may be interesting to you. I don't know. So I'm going to talk more in depth about the beat in a minute. But one thing <laughs> that obviously you hear about when uh, you're, you're listening to music is a beat. Like a do, 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 do do something of course you can hear that right (laughs) 
right? Um, turns out some people can't. So <laughs> what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to play you a track. Um, I've actually never performed to it. I'd like to, though. It's a very beautiful song. Um, it's it's called BB Blue by a Canadian duo called Milk and Bone, who I've worked with for such a slate, and they were lovely. Um, and actually, bizarrely, me and my... <laughs> my friend Michael did a hilarious improvisation to this out of nowhere once um, super fun anyway what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to show you the beat and we're going to listen to the beat right which it should be really obvious I've picked this song because it's obvious um, but I'm going to point it out I'm going to count you eight and then I'm going to count you fours okay so listen up so this is the part before it which is very beautiful six seven Eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, two, two, three, four, five, six. I'll count in fours. One, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four, four, two, three, four. Okay, so I hope that makes sense, right? You can hear me counting the one and you can hear me counting up until that. So that's part one of listening to music. In between your eights, uh, so this is like the normal beat. That's like the steady beat, okay? You've also got other notes. <laughs> Not other notes, but you've got other beats. You've got the beat in between, okay? So there'll be your one and two and three and four and five and six, okay? Again, I'm going to do exactly the same thing, but I'm going to count the offbeat for you now so you can hear that and get into it, okay? Six, seven, one, and, 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 one, and, and three, and four, and five, and six, and seven, and eight, and one, and two, and three, and four, and five, and six, and seven, and eight. Okay, I hope you get the picture, right? <laughs> Rise? <laughs> yeah, I'm always kind of amazed when people can't count music, but then at the same time, if you've never been taught, then why would you know? So here we are. That's us dancing to beats like that. Now, as one of my students pointed out to me, not all songs do this. What do you do when a song doesn't do counts of four or counts of eight? And it's something bizarre, like a count of six <laughs> um which happens a lot especially if you're using contemporary music it happens all the time and i am a fool for this because i obviously often pick like you know slightly bizarre music that doesn't follow nice beats but it just is what it is so again if you are a member of uh, club soda go check out the the workshop and i have on there a lovely worksheet for you um which is my basic choreography worksheet where essentially you will mark out your count all the music you you'll do this one time ever you'll design your entire song and you'll write it down in terms of bars of eight or fours so then you can see if there has to be a like a random four count somewhere or it randomly goes from a count of eight to a count of six if you have no idea what i'm talking about <laughs> check that out listen in a bit longer though so when we're talking about music we can do things in in off beats on beats you've also got doing things in double time so again i'm telling you the one and two and but it makes a difference when you perform so if you perform on the beat all the time it can get really boring if you perform on beat and off beat it makes the choreography more interesting so have this little little plan for yourself get a track that you know that has the beat to it and dance to the beat 
and then dance to the offbeat and see how that changes and then mix the two together. You, you will find that in general, if you dance on the offbeat, it gives you a very different kind of flow. It's a bit more groovy. It's a bit more funky. If for some reason, it just, it just is like that. Play with it. So that's your basic that. And again, if you head to Club Soda, uh, the if you're already a Club Soda hub member, it's already free and it's there for you to, to look at the laboratory of breaking down your music. And in that, it's actually a video. It's not just a podcast. It's a full video of me explaining this exact concept. And I'm also performing and dancing. So if you want to check it out, do, 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 do have a look at that. If you're not a Club Soda member, that's totally fine. I can send you the recording. Um, so send me a little message and I'll send it over to you. And you can buy it for this one-time moment, okay? So anyway, so that's... that's are very basic but we can talk about the off count as well so i can also be dancing uh one two three four five six seven eight one two three four five six seven eight one two three four five six seven eight okay i can also do that i'm just gonna talk about these two things if you head to club soda i get more in depth i'm gonna talk to you now about dancing to the vocals so this is the next thing so number one dancing to the beat or the offbeat number two dancing to the vocals obviously it's a different thing. <laughs> it's a different way of moving. And again, it's an interesting thing to do. If you're doing a very ly- lyrical piece of choreography, dancing to the words is something that I think most of us are more used to. Like, we get that. Because um, we want to sometimes show what we're doing. So it's very useful when you're telling stories to pick a song that tells a story, right? Um, and in this version, like, listen to the lyrics. They're really beautiful. They're really rhythmic and very sweet. And... Imagine yourself not dancing to the beat, but dancing deliberately just to the word she says. So as you can hear, she's already giving you black Ferrari driving through the country. There's so many lyrically beautiful things going on here. And you can hear that click in the beat. Super nice here as well. (laughs) So imagine dancing to that. Like you can really act it out. Like it's a super visual lyric. And it's again, the way, the way she moves us to it is one way that I I dance. Sometimes I'll dance to the, the sound of the lyrics. So I completely ignore the beat. Anyway, she's singing like ba da ba da 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 I'm sure you love my singing. Um, you know, like obviously when they sing, they don't just ignore the beat, right? So even though you're dancing not to the beat, you are because you're dancing to what she's saying. The next thing that I dance to a lot is actually the quality and the melody. So I flip between these things all the time when I'm performing. Um and it's nice. So just listen to the beginning of the track right now. Which has these very soft, inviting sounds. So of course we can hear her singing, but we can still hear this. That's all it is. Super simple. So what it's doing, as well as having a really glorious pause, is framing the words. Okay, it's framing the words. It's framing what I'm going to do. And it's very pretty. And we like the prettiness, okay? (laughs) So it gives you so many things. Now, 
Imagine this piece. This is actually a love story. Okay, this, this music. It's a love. It's a love song. If you hadn't already realised. And um, let's just imagine though that my character is distraught and actually running away, and I'm running around the stage like craziness, and I'm actually really busy. Like that. Those three notes. Those throw. Those those three notes. Those three chords that just happen frames things so beautifully because it gives an emotional level. It's soft. It's gentle. This song is all about this melodic love and it's so relaxing. And if you saw something on stage where someone was being distraught and crazy, it's a really great way to juxtapose a character. Juxtapose meaning like what you're listening to but what you're seeing are two separate things. So playing with the way that you react to the music, I could go against it, I could go with it. And listening to the melody, it frames things. And what I mean by frame is like your music is literally framing like a picture frame, what you're trying to tell everyone to look at. Okay. Imagine that the whole song is literally like a, a picture, like the wooden bit around it. Right. So if you're dancing to the beat, that gives one idea, one way of telling a story. If you dance to the lyric, you draw people into the lyric. So if you're trying to tell a story because a song is telling you a story, dance to the lyrics. So you point them out. If you're trying to bring an audience around and have them feel things, dance into the melody rather than the lyric can also change things. So it's really important. Like, Try and point this out. Have a little game with yourself. Play a couple of tracks you know fairly well. See if you can count the rhythm. See if you can count the offbeats. Dance to just the words. Dance to just the melodies and see the difference. And also think about the pauses. Please pay attention to the pauses. The pauses are so important. Think about the pauses. Pausing helps people and audiences pause and think. You know, if you keep moving constantly, it's annoying. Like, look at this song. If I'm look, I'm looking at it right now on my um, uh, my editor. Let's call it's called Studio One. I can see the music has big moments. Like, there's lots of wave waveforms, and then there's lots of there's like little waveforms and big and small, big and small. If a song is just all the time like heavy metal <laughs> I can't listen to it it's too annoying and if you dance like that it's annoying because we want a break we want you to stop man like ugh, just stop and music tells you what to do let the music speak for itself you know if you like a track that much let it dictate the choreography you're about to do you don't have to work as hard if the music is stopping you've got two choices you either stop with it or you go over it right if the music is full on the same relationship if the music is really big and you pause, it tells the audience a lot of information. If it seems to be a very important part of the story and you're still, audience freak out. It's like, why are you still? That's I need. There's something here that I need to understand. You know, music is such a great tool. It's not just the song that you need just because you're doing a poor theatre routine. <laughs> play with it. Play with the different things that you want to use. Play with the different melodies, the tempos, and switch between the, th the things all the time. Okay. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do, 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 please go and check out the lab that I made. It's a lot more formalized and organized. It's an hour long. It was supposed to be 45 minutes, but I got into it. So <laughs> enjoy the free class. Bonus features. Um, but I really go into this in a bigger detail and I demonstrate it more as well. So if you want to head over to Club Soda, if you are a Club Soda Hub member, otherwise you can get in touch with me, send me an email, or you can get in touch with me on the website, www.soduncan.com slash sodassi. Uh, there is something that you can write on to ask me questions, and it's there as well. So, choose your music, break it down, and let the music do all the talking. 
See you next time. If you're loving what you've been hearing in the Public Showering Podcast, you have to experience Sadasi. www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's the online community that is everything you've been hearing in public showering, plus so much more. It's where you can get one-to-one help bringing all these ideas to your own work. It's where you can learn new creative coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will blow your mind even more. And it's where you can hang out and chat with other Sadasi members just like you and help each other unlock your creative potential. It's fun, it's chill, and I'm there for you when you need that little bit of extra support. So come join us at www.soduncan.com slash It's been a pleasure to have you with me today. I'll see you there. Love you, bye-bye.